Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik: The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello, it's me, Cantia. It's December, so you pretty much know what I'm going to say. There's a song by the Crackpots called "Proper Christmas." It's a love letter to the Christmases of our childhoods, channeling Chaz and Dave, Madness and Slade. Now, no one knows who the crackpots are. It's a complete mystery, like Banksy or Kendo Nagasaki. But you can see from the video, whoever did it has put a lot of time, work, and love into it, and probably about five grand of their own money. It's so hard to break anything independent through into the mainstream, no matter how good it is, because the system's set up to ignore anything that isn't the usual Americanized mainstream pap. But you blokes who listen to this podcast, and of course not forgetting the 5% of enlightened ladies who listen, can be the difference. We need you to go to properchristmas.info. Follow the link to Bandcamp, and please download as many versions of Proper Christmas as you can. You can pick up 20 for under a tenner, 40 for under a score, or if you're feeling flush, all 100 for under 50 quid. Every sale counts as a sale towards the charts, so if you pick up 20, that counts as 20 sales, 40, 40 sales, etc. I know that no one needs downloads in this day and age, but think of it as buying me and Roy a couple of beers. That address again, so I don't have to keep saying it through the podcast, is properchristmas.info. Thanks very much, and here's December 83's Acceptable in the 80s. Christmas. Do you remember when we were friends in the 80s? In the 80s. Do you remember when we was friends back then? It was acceptable then. Those 40 years have gone so fast now. We're too old cunts making a podcast. Just talking about when we were friends in the 80s In the 80s Remembering when we were young in the 80s You alright? Yeah, I'm alright, you alright? Yeah, I'm alright do you know what? I've very nearly done a big lad, it's Christmas But I listened back to Christmas last year and I've done one and I really hurt my throat Oh, <laughs> during that <laughs> coughing and that afterwards Yeah, it was really unpleasant way to start a podcast so it's December 1983. How old would we have been in December 83? Um, I would have been 11. Oh, yeah, I would have been 10, of course, yeah. Yeah. Ne- a nary a pew between us. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm wondering what I got that year, because I, I think we established I got my Millennium Falcon last year. Yeah. 
I can't remember any other big... Pro- oh, me grifter. Did I get me grifter for Christmas? I don't think I did. Did I? See, I'm wondering whether I've got my grifter for Christmas now. I don't remember ever coming downstairs and being a bike in the living room. I... Oh, actually, did I get my grifter for me birthday? Because it was nicked from outside me house in, like, October or November, and I got it in September. I think I'd, I hadn't had it long, me grifter. Go on. Um, I, I, I have a, this, this is the one Christmas where I have a distinct memory. I know this Christmas what present I got. Really? Because I was too old to have it, really. What did you get? I got the Action Force base. Was that the year you got the Action Force base? I think it must have been, because I think Action Force was like 1982 and 1983. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it, please don't tell me it was next year, because I definitely, <laughs> it definitely, definitely would have been too old. Because I was at senior school now. Uh, I don't think I was playing Action Force in secondary school. I don't think I was playing Action Force in secondary school. You had school. that Action Force base set up in your bedroom I, when you were 16. I had it set up. Yeah, I did still set up bases. <laughs> <laughs> that base was set because I was very jealous of that. Like, I, you were I mean, proper it's, spoiled. It's the was. fucking big head. I remember seeing that on telly and just going like, fucking hell, I need that. And sort of now, like now... All these years on, I know that I knew I knew I was too old for it. Yeah, but it was just so fucking good that Action Force base um, that I just really I just really wanted it, and I just I kept mentioning it and mentioning it and mentioning it, and I remember my mum saying, "Aren't you too old for that?" No, 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 I really want it. I really want it. And then it was one of them ones where I got him from work, <laughs> <laughs> partly escort, had a fag, come in. <laughs> <laughs> Poured myself a whiskey. <laughs> Give the wife one. <laughs> but that's probably all the things that people that still play with Action Force do. Do you know what? <clears throat> now I want to talk about getting Action Force base. Let me just fucking do, just right. let me let me just finish. So uh, it was one of them ones because it was round me nan's on Christmas morning. I don't know whether we stayed over there or whether we went round to do the presents and stuff. And uh, I think. I, I definitely was still uh, believing at this point. Fuck off. Yeah, uh, but you know when you kind of... You you passed 11 plus <laughs> to go to a clever school. Yeah, but listen, the... But Arch- you thought Father Christmas delivers your action full space. Hold on, hold on. The Archbishop of Canterbury probably passed the 11 plus, and what the fucking hell does he believe? <laughs> Good point. Big beardy blokes. <laughs> they make nice things happen. So uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think you know that you know where you kind of sort of know that it ain't really a thing, but you still want it to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. And and I think I think I was at that stage. And uh, you must have known enough to keep it to yourself and not sort of. Go, no, no. Because if I fucking blow it, I'm not going to get the action force place. No, but what if, if you I blow it out of like, oh, what was Father Christmas getting you? Hmm? You wouldn't have gone to secondary school and asked your mate what Father Christmas was getting him, would you? No, but you should keep it yourself, didn't you? I kept myself myself. Yeah. Because, you know, no no dangers ever come from people that keep themselves to themselves. No, nah, no, nah, absolutely. No serial killer's ever kept himself to himself. <laughs> they all have, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't one. Mm. I was just a big... I, I was 
six foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> I was where I was wearing an eight year old's Liverpool kit. Yeah. And a uh, um, some casual shoes. <laughs> I didn't have my Pierre Cardin shoes by then. Oh, I remember that. Finish your story about. Let your me buddies. finish my story. You cunt. Don't so, let me forget to talk about another outfit of yours. I've just remembered. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. No, there ain't any more. <laughs> there is. It's a good. One. Is there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've just did it, yeah. Uh, people have heard enough about it. I want to keep hearing about my yes, outfits in the 80s. No, they don't. Um, so, I've forgotten where I fucking was. Coming downstairs yeah. at your so, nans. So, anyway, it was in the lounge with me nans, and me and my sister had opened all our presents, uh, and uh, I was like, oh, you know, like, I'd done all right. Spoiled. But I'd done all right. Yeah. But you know when you want that one thing, mm. there's that one thing you really fucking want. You've set yeah. all your hopes and dreams on, uh, and it wasn't there. Yeah. And uh, then I can't remember who it was. It's either like me, uh, me, me dad or me granddad. When... Father Christmas. Hmm? Would have been Father Christmas. Well, it would have been Father Christmas, yeah. but, but me, me dad or me granddad went, have you checked behind the curtain? So I went and I checked behind the curtain, and there was the action force base. Oh. Yes! 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 Get in! Yes! Yes! Thank you, Santa! Yeah. Was it wrapped up? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it would have been a massive box as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. But you can't use just a new, a box that size. Yeah. And the minute you tear a bit of fucking paper off and you see the red oh. with the yellow logo, and that's a proper Christmas. Oh. Dot info. <laughs> <laughs> we should mention that band of crackpots when we talk about music. Um, so did you want to talk about my outfit now? Or oh, no. It just it popped into my head the other day. Can you remember that jean jacket you had that had, like, like, had, like, a kind of green, like, velvet, like, leather patch on it. Do you remember that? Oh, my bros jacket. Was that your bros jacket? No, I think I, I think I had it before bros. It had, like, a few, like, squares of, like, different coloured leather on it, didn't I, it? I'll tell you, we, 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 uh, I went up Petticoat Lane with <laughs> my mum and dad because I needed a new jacket. Yeah. Uh, and so they took us up Petticoat Lane. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was there. It was, like, a jean jacket, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think it, did it have, like, the Richard Chambers kind of fleecy lining? Uh, and then on the outside, it had, like, different patches of coloured leather. It was, like, made from loads of old jeans all sewed together. Yeah. You're trying to make it sound a bit more cooler than it was. Yeah, it was a bit like... So George Michael would probably have worn. <laughs> that was not shit. No, it wasn't shit. Did it you think like... that was shit? No. You never said you thought that no. was shit. <laughs> I quite liked it. It was it was a little bit French. I don't know if, like... It just, like a lot of your... And we've mentioned the Pierre Cardin shoes. Cardin. Like, <laughs> but I, did, I don't know. I, I presumed it might have been the influence of your travelling that, like, just made you kind of want to, you know. I hadn't travelled at that point. <laughs> that was two weeks before. <laughs> two weeks later, I was back wearing my shit French jacket. <laughs> There's a picture of me outside a shop in France, because uh, this was still when Jeff was there, I think. Because Jeff come home after a week, yeah, and then I I lasted two weeks, mm. um, and uh, I remember there's a picture of me outside a shop in some French village, uh, which is is called Fanny Boutique, right, and it's got Fanny Boutique written, 
and I'm wearing my Judas Priest hat backwards um, with like wacky shades, and I've got an Iron Maiden t shirt with the sleeves cut off. <laughs> you score with the ladies much out there? Huh? No, nah, plenty of wanks in a tent, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Um, I'm about to say, should we talk about the crackpots uh, now, or should we wait till we talk about music? But I'm imagining you like them that much that you're going to put something in before the podcast starts about the crackpots anyway. I will put something in about them, because I just really like those guys. Yeah, it's just, really catchy. He's catchy, isn't it? Yeah. It's got, what, a, got something about it that feels like you've heard it before. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> Excuse me. So do you think all the listeners should support it? Mm. We ain't got a Patreon or anything, have we? Oh, we've got two Patreons. That's what we need to talk about. What? We got, oh, no. Sorry. Um, two sponsors. Oh, have we? Yeah. Right. Let's talk about the sponsors. We should do that, shouldn't we? Yeah. Um, so, I didn't know we had two. Yeah, we've got um, Postcard and a Pint are back. What, Pie and a Pint? Pie and a Pint, yeah. Yeah, they're back. They uh, said they were coming back, but I thought they, they were just pay, no. they were paying us lip service. No, they said they'd be back for Christmas, and... Uh, and yeah, they're uh, they're 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 back. Hold on, don't tell me their names. Go on. Did they have did they have one of them names where they mix them together like Benifer? No. Ben? No. Rachel? Yes. Fucking get in. Impressive. I can't remember a fella. I always thought he was punching a bit above his weight. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he must have a big dog, mustn't he? Well he's called Willie. Is his name Willie? Yeah, it's Wills and Rach. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, so uh, to shout, shout them out, uh, they've got um, go, go over to their YouTube channel and check out Postcard and a Pint, and uh, they just rock up to little places uh, in their van and uh, have a little look about. Um, from what I gather, I think they're into that kind of public sex thing. I think like they've got a... Um, oh, they leave the curtains open ajar. Yeah, yeah. I think they're quite quite big on that. I think they've got a, um, an OnlyFans uh, where uh, just generally they find kind of like places of interest and, uh, and Will's bends over Rach and uh, hangs out the back of uh, it at... Um, uh, <laughs> 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 various sort of war memorials and yeah. uh, just just places of public interest trying not to get caught but are they yeah and she goes out as a little forage in the wood for various objects bends him over yeah and returns the favour by pegging him with lots of found stuff right yeah oh okay so uh, at a post-mortem if they were empty out uh, Will's arsehole you'd find various twigs chestnuts <laughs> Old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh. you use condoms. Yeah. Uh, a car key. Cut the fag butts. Dog lead. <laughs> and a coin. <laughs> Roman. Yeah. Big thanks to Wills and Rach uh, for coming back and sponsoring us. Um, Postcard on a pint, Google it, add it on YouTube, and uh, go and explore it. It's a super cool uh, YouTube channel. Go check it out. Thanks for uh, for sponsoring us. It's the MSC as well, who are the uh, other sponsors. The MSC and the Murder Sex Cult uh, that were founded over at the Hardcore Listing Podcast, um, which uh, you're a guest on on today's episode. Uh, you was over I there. I shared it, you cunt. All right. 
Right. Yeah, uh, I, I, I appeared on the Hardcore Listing podcast, did yeah. top five non-festive Christmas songs. Correct. Yeah. We've, it was a uh, good chat with you and Chris, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cooper's alumni. Uh, yeah. Chris from Hardcore Listing. <laughs> He's up there with the Rylands, the Breslaws, and the Maidleys, isn't he? Bro, I still can't go over fucking you went to the same school as fucking... Sued. Sued. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, so the MSC, um, they're a wonderful bunch that um, are a part of the Patreon set up of Hard Collison, uh, and they've uh, they've got stuck in uh, over, uh, over here. Um, I'm just trying to think who we can, uh, discuss, uh, on this episode. Last, last month we spoke about Carl had to move to the country because, uh, Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. Yeah. Um, he's, he's having to move again now, hasn't he? He's already got a for sale sign up against his. Doesn't surprise me. Oh, he did actually message that, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the old Bill come round and started going through his fields. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, let, let me. Much we should, Markle. We should talk about, um, Steph. So uh, who's Steph? So Steph, uh, you give me nothing about Steph. Oh, no, no, fella. I no, no, it's a woman, and uh, and she uh, she lives down in Cornwall. How uh, tall? Uh, Coloured hair? Uh, just brown. Like um, I'd say maybe dreads. Uh, not dreads. No. What's she not. doing down in Cornwall then? I don't know. She doesn't have that kind of tie dye vibe. Um, hmm. Snatch doesn't stink. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, bodybuilder. Um, oh. No, no, I shouldn't say bodybuilder. Weightlifter. Like proper weightlifter. Like old school. Like the sort of thing that you'd imagine Roach would do. Just rock up and yeah. like, and just deadlift stuff. Not like poncing around in like a, you know, a Namby Pamby gym. Just fucking, yeah. you know, in a multi gym. This is like just old school fucking spit and stordust. Like, what, like barbells and. Yeah, all of that. Proper stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I reckon she'd take you in an arm wrestle. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Uh, have you ever had an arm wrestle? Yep. Have, like, have you ever, like, what, I don't think I've ever won an arm wrestle. Oh, really? Yeah. We should have an arm wrestle on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarrely, last night, uh, I couldn't sleep, so I come upstairs and put the telly on. Over the Top was on. The Stice Oh, right, film. yeah. Yeah, he's so bad. Oh, really? So bad, yeah. I don't think I can remember anything about that apart from over the top, Dad. Yeah, over the top, Dad. Uh, yeah, it's fucking dreadful. Watch it. Who have you end. lost arm wrestles to? Me dad. Uh, <laughs> have you have you had one with your dad lately? No, nah, he's got, you should take him on now. He's got big hands, my old man. How is he? Yeah, and he's got them like robot arms, hasn't he? Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, like. I don't know. I don't, like, any time, like, there's been, oh, let's have an arm wrestle. And I'm always like, yeah, all right, then. I've never won. I beat my 13-year-old nephew. Ah, oh, well done. Mm. But he's playing rugby, so, like, I'm just enjoying this. Like, this is probably, like, the last year yeah. where I'll beat him because he's about fucking six foot. Yeah. He's built like a brick shit house. <sighs> and I had to try really hard. <laughs> I tried so hard. <laughs> Yes, 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 yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was more jubilant than when I got my action force base. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, sponsors of today's episode is the MSC and Postcard on a Pint. Thank you, Lowe's. If you want to sponsor the podcast, just drop us a little message, and for ninety nine quid, uh, we'll uh, just slag you off or ruin your business. Either or. Films. Yeah. Okay. 
I'd how, like far, to... how far are we into the podcast before we're actually starting the podcast? 17 minutes. Well, that's good. We might get two episodes out of this one. <laughs> <coughs> you ain't still got a cold. No, I haven't. I just fucking got overexcited, laughed, and so it went down the wrong hole. Right. <clears throat> okay. What have you got for films? Because it was a bleak month. Well, I've got to say, I ain't got much generally this month because Where you, you said Where, to me you, you was going to send you said to me you was going to send me all the fucking stuff mm-hmm. and then you texted me about five o'clock today saying got all the prep coming over in a minute yeah what can we meant to do like an hour before we recalled <laughs> <laughs> so i've got a list of films without anything about them right. bmx bandits no way why what was that on movie web I didn't even go there. I don't even go there. <laughs> You're that factually inaccurate. You don't even bother going. I don't remember anything about BMX Bandits. I remember when it came out just thinking, yes. Yeah. But you had a BMX. Like, I had a grifter. Yeah, but I only had a BMX because my grifter got stolen. Yeah. And then the insurance paid out. Mm. I can't believe I'm fucking BMX Bandits ain't on movie phone. No. Yeah, and, and Scarface is on there. I told you it didn't come out last month. <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> Did say, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, from Star Wars to Jedi, the making of a saga. What? It's on movie web. It must have come out. I've never, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen that. So what? It's just like the making of all three yeah. films. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I'd love to have watched that at Christmas. Yeah, it sounds good, doesn't it? I always remember, like, the making of the Raiders of the Lost Ark was always on at Christmas. Yeah. Like, it was always on about three days before Christmas, like, when you was, you was going from, like, semi to full stiffy for yeah. Christmas, and it was like, yes. Did you have a stiffy all through Christmas? I think I got a stiffy Christmas Eve, and it lasted till, <laughs> I reckon, the end of, probably Boxing Day. Well, I think when I went to bed, Boxing Night. Yeah. It just, it just went a bit semi again. I don't know. I remember my stiffy just going down gradually on Boxing Day, and you know it's all over. <laughs> Like by lunchtime, it's at half mast. <laughs> oh, you can't beat a festive stiffy. Uh, have you got any more films? I can't believe you've got all these fucking good films. I've got one more. Um, it's not. It's not a good film. Terms of Endearment, starring Deborah Winger, Shirley MacLaine, Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito. Uh, one of the smallest cocks in showbiz, apart from Billy Joel, <laughs> Michael Evis, Jeff Daniels, David Van Day, <laughs> David Van Day. Uh, Jeff Daniels, and John Lithgow. That's a cast. Yeah, it's a good cast, but it's about a woman's relationship with her daughter, so it's a film for ladies. <laughs> so partridge. <laughs> <laughs> nothing in there for fellas, is there? I remember my mum watching that. Like, I definitely remember that being on, like, Christmas time when yeah. I'd be mum watching that. What was your old man doing? Smoking a cigar and... Yeah, just wandering around the reading garden. Reading Playboy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just wandering around a garage looking at his calendar that had some fucking page three birds on it. Um, my, da- <laughs> my dad gave me a calendar uh, when he moved out of Thailand and he came back to visit us one time. He gave us a calendar from a Thai. I mean, this would have been... 15 years ago? No, you would have been in your 30s. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, he came back from Thailand and he gave us a calendar full of Thai ladies with their knockers out. Uh, and it was from the local Thai builders merchants. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the fact that that is consistent worldwide. Yeah, they're, they're just a little bit behind over here, aren't they? Yeah. 
You right. don't see them in Travis. I've been in Travis Perkins several times. You never see any knockers in there anymore. It's because it's a fucking... It's a chain, isn't it? I reckon you go to like a little independent hardware shop and you go out the back, like, I bet there's still some up there. KJ's DIY down the Broadway. That's still exactly got what one I was thinking about. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking about. I mean, yeah, I reckon there's still Fanny on them ones. That's yeah. so old school. Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Bush, yeah. yeah. No lips. You wouldn't see... Oh, no, God, no, no, no. No, you couldn't no. see... Couldn't you see didn't even the know trees. there were lips yeah. in them days. <laughs> Absolutely. From the belly button to the base of her spine. <laughs> a strip of shag pile carpet. Pubes. Good old days. Uh, uh, I've got a film called The Game. Oh. Uh, which, uh, which, let me, let me... What's the game? The, the game had Michael Douglas in it, didn't it? The, but that would have been, that would have been in the nineties, wouldn't it? No, it weren't that. Uh, the game. Let's have a look at the car. Oh, it looks fucking terrible. Uh, who's in it? Oh God, no one that any of us have heard of. Larry Dreyfus. I wonder if that's any relation. Uh, <laughs> movie details. Three bored millionaires gather nine people in an old mansion and give them a proposition. If they can meet and conquer their biggest fears, they'll get one million dollars in cash. That's quite good. Mm. Yeah. But do they die along the way, though? I presume so. Uh, have you seen that Dave Lee Travis book? <laughs> no. Right, so he he has a book, uh, I think it came out in the 80s, of female celebrities being confronted with their worst fears and him taking photos of them. I, I mean, f- how the fuck have you heard about this? Um, from the Chart Music podcast. I, I, I'm increasingly thinking that Dave Lee Travis is a serial killer. And he weren't even the worst one at Radio 1, was he? No. But don't you think like Dave Lee Travis would have just, after about 1986, would have just said yes to any job? Yeah, but that was, that, yeah, 100%, yeah. But that was before all. That was when he was at the peak of his powers. He got all these female celebrities in frightening positions and took photos of them. That's worrying, isn't it? Yeah. Brooks would have done that. What Brooks? Bruno. No, Brooks wouldn't have done that. Oh, he would have. No, I reckon he just had a little instamatic camera, didn't he, Bruno Brooks? Whereas Travis had like one of them long lenses with a thick shaft yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon like Brooks. Brooks would have just had it in his like in his right hand, and I reckon when he was plugging away at um, Amphia Turners, and nothing was happening, no feeling in it. Like I think After that, what happened with that pyrotechnic? Yeah, like. Uh, uh, that's the one that blew off her fuck flaps, right? Yeah, for clean yeah. off. <laughs> I made them again out of pig's ears. <laughs> if you ever want to play a drinking game when you listen to this podcast, every time he mentions fucking Epfia Turner's fuck flaps, have a shot. You'll be pissed by the end. Oh, fucking hell. Right, so I've got the game. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what games did you play at Christmas? Give us a clue. Yeah. AKA Shrouds. Yeah, no one called it Shrouds, no, did they? It's called Give Us a Clue. Give Us a Clue. Um, <clears throat> did, you, did you play like ball games with your yeah. family? Yeah. Well, no, <coughs> because like I never wanted to play. Oh, yeah, because it had your wank bag in. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the only game I remember playing was Perfection. Yeah. When I got it. But then that's what had me wank mag in it. So I think after that, yeah. No, no, no I'm bored of ball games. Yeah, yeah. Just put it away. <laughs> yeah. 
But like, if anyone like ever wanted to play like Cluedo or Monopoly, I'd just be like, oh fuck oh, off. I loved Cluedo and Monopoly. We never had Cluedo. Oh. I fucking, I used to love Monopoly. Boring. My, my nan always used to orchestrate it, so I won Monopoly. That's why you liked it, you sport, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was always the car. <laughs> I used to fucking love Monopoly. Oh, it just takes ages. Yeah, it does Boring. take. Yeah, but no, it's good. Like for me, I just think like when when that come out, you had like Tank Command or Crossfire or like Operation, like fucking great games. Oh yeah, yeah. That, you didn't have to think about. Our mates had Operation. Yeah, but if you're not thinking when you're doing an operation, of course yeah, you no, think about it. Like, um, did you have Did you have Crossfire or Tank Command? Nah. Sid had both. Oh, really? Yeah. I used to fucking love... He had um, uh, Hungry Hippos as well. He had like all the fucking oh, we, cool games. We had Hungry Hippos. Hungry Hippos was fucking brilliant. It's really aggressive, isn't it? Do you, do you know, I went to Clacton Pier earlier this year. Yeah. And they've got a giant Hungry Hippos that you can sit on. Do you know what? I fucking played that about two years ago on Clacton Pier. Oh, really? Yeah. Like when we went on that fucking shit holiday near Jaywick. Mm. And uh, we went to the pier, played that. It's yeah. Really good. It's just equally as aggressive. Yeah. When you're just playing fucking normal hungry hippo, you're like... Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is, isn't it? You're wanking it like track and field, like, aren't you? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Exactly that. Um, did you have uh, Mastermind? You know, the one with oh. the little coloured <laughs> pegs where you have to guess... guess All the... I remember is seeing that at, like, jumble sales and, like, bazaars. <laughs> and I was like, if we ever, like, helped out at a bazaar with the Cubs... Like in like fucking a hall in Grays. I remember just seeing that game was always there, and it was just like just had a couple of right. I was putting Magnus Magnus on the cover, wasn't it? Just I don't like, know if it was Magnus Magnus or just some up. some old cunt who looked like him with like this tidy Japanese bird stood behind That's him. That's right, a nice yeah. fringe. And I'm like, remembering that right. Yeah, exactly right. I remember just thinking like, oh, how boring. It's just got little pegs in it. Don't need batteries. <laughs> no, you don't need batteries because like, just. Got you little got to think pegs. about it. Yeah. Just give me something with batteries on that I ain't got to think about it. It makes noises. There you go. There's a rampant rabbit. Go and stick it up your arsehole and let the, <laughs> let the men play Monopoly. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right, do, do you remember uh, Downfall? Yeah. Where you had to twist the little things. Yeah. Did, did you like that one? I never had it, but I reckon I wanted to play it. I remember seeing the advert for it on telly. Yeah. It's like um, breaking into a safe, wasn't it? Yeah. You had like little red canters that you had to sort yeah, of get to, to turn the and like, yeah. But I imagine that sort of ten second advert sped up what I imagine is a really laborious game. You've got a short attention span. Music. <laughs> <laughs> what about Kaplunk? Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's love good, that. good Kaplunk, isn't it? Yeah, I ain't really got to think about it. It's, it's fucking really loud. It's just fucking brilliant. Got to like, be care- Got to be careful though. No, you ain't. Well, you just can't just whip them fucking straws out. Well, I think that says a lot about me and a lot about you. Like, you're faffing around all fucking worried about the consequences, whereas I'm just straight in like a fucking maverick. Don't give a fuck. Oh, look, Mum, I've won. I've got the most marbles. (laughs) (laughs) Did I ever tell you that? Yeah, well done, Stuart. Now, go over over in that little mirror room and play with the stickle bricks.
back there. Um, uh, the only boring game that I remember thinking I was really good at was drafts. I remember oh. thinking I was really good at drafts. I played it recently. <laughs> the only boring game. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember thinking I was still pretty decent at it. Yeah. I'm better than you. Like, I'm definitely better than you at drafts. I mean, you're probably better than me at chess, but chess takes too long. There's too many different permutations in chess, oh, isn't there? Like, it was like, when like... Drafts is like chess for fuckwits. <laughs> I think that was on the box. <laughs> <laughs> fuckwits age four and up. <laughs> I, remember, I remember like... <clears throat> I really, I really fucking, I, I had a draft set, and I just remember thinking, like, I was a little bit tasty at it. But talking about, like, like, drafts, where you've got, like, fucking knights and stuff like that, I remember thinking, God, that's fucking cool. Um, but, uh, it was like when, like, Dungeons and Dragons come out, or it was the fighting fantasy books that I remember I, I got into, and it was, like, them ones where you'd, like, you know, you'd read a page and then it would oh, like, turn to page, pick whatever. What page you go to. And like, and I like the covers more than I actually like doing it. And then like, there was other ways where he's actually meant to do it properly, where you have to think about it and roll dice. You know, it's fucking boring. Yeah. But Chris from Arcolistim loves all of that Warhammer stuff. Has he had that beard since he was a kid? Yeah. Like it was part of it, isn't it? Mm. Like, um, <clears throat> work uniform. And like, yeah. and we've. With, like, all that Dungeons and Dragons stuff, I remember seeing, like, a couple of, like, the fucking nerds at school bringing these little, like, silver, like, fucking, I don't know what you'd call them, like, like little fucking, like, dragon men and all these, oh, like... like the little lead figures yeah, and stuff, yeah. and I remember yeah. thinking, fucking hell, they're the bollocks. And, like, some people, like, I'd paint them and make them look the shit, and I was like, fucking hell, that's well cool. And then, like... They'd have all these, like, dice that had, like... About, a million sides. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, this looks excellent. And then, like, I remember, like, one lunchtime, I went to the music block, and they were all sitting in there, like, and they were going to play D&D. And I was like, oh, wicked. And I went in there. You thought it was going to be someone plowing into a bunch of kids in a car, didn't you? <laughs> well, no, it, sort of. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, you'd set them all up, and then you just go, like... <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and just, like, sort of smash them all over and just yeah. go, like... <laughs> but it was just, like thrown this complicated dice and then like having to like read stuff and then go oh like move one inch to the oh fuck off like they were all using their imagination though no but were they yeah like they were just just cementing the fact that they weren't going to have sex for a long long time don't get me wrong I, I was should have been in that club anyway yeah but like I just couldn't I just it just took too long yeah just set them all up, then just go, and then fucking dinner yeah. time's over, and just go back like you've had a fucking battle. That's you all over, that is. <laughs> you couldn't even play like the end of the world as we know it from start to finish, so the chance <laughs> of you being able to play fucking Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, um, did you ever have any arguments playing board games with your family? I... See, I know you're a sore loser. Like, I, and I I'm know, not. I know I'm right, not. No, not I, no. so much now. No. But you were, you were a stubborn prick. Do you know what? And, I, I, I dispute that because I don't think I'm a sore loser. All right. I think 
as long as everyone's playing fairly, I don't mind losing. But if someone's not playing by the same rules as everyone else, yeah, then it rubs me up the wrong way. Yeah. Right. Well, I I, I didn't. Did you? Yeah, I did. Funnily enough. <laughs> 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 Tell me all about that. Then. Do you know what I was? I was just. Uh, I, I was thinking the other day after you sent me your little, um, the your little Christmas thing for the proper Christmas versions. Uh, after oh, you, you forward that on to them. Oh no, no, I've I've, I've had to fucking do that because you sent it too fucking late. Oh, sorry, but um, but uh, never mind. I'm always wiping your ass anyway. But um, I got thinking about um one of my Christmases where we went round my nans, and I reckon this must have been. Like, this would have been sort of towards the late 80s. And uh, my old man had been down the pub in the morning. And uh, we all got to me nan's, you know, around lunchtime. And my uncle and aunt had said that they were going to bring the potatoes along to help me nan out, you know, because my nan was knocking on a bit, you know, to prepare dinner for, like, oh, I don't know, it would have been, like, a dozen people or something. Yeah. So they were going to bring the potatoes. And uh, we were all sat there at the table waiting for them. And one o'clock went and two o'clock went. And you're like fucking roast potatoes. Yeah, roast potatoes. Oh, and of course, the rest of the dinner, like the Brussels, are just just like fucking liquid, and everything's fucked. And we're all just sat waiting for them. And I could see my old man getting more and more angry. Yeah. I mean, now and nowadays, there's the word hangry, isn't there? Yeah. So he was hangry, but at the time we didn't know. He just looked hungry and angry. And um. And he'd had a couple of pints for breakfast. He'd had a. <laughs> <laughs> he'd been down, yeah. He'd been down there, like you know, from eleven, eleven to half one or whatever. Yeah. And and so yeah, two two o'clock come went, half past two come and went, and uh, in the end, he just stood up and went fuck this and just walked out. And my mum kind of followed him and tried to persuade him to come around, but he'd already got the red mist by then, and he yeah. just and he just went, and we all just sat there quietly in silence. And then eventually, my uncle and aunt turned up. Potatoes were cold. The dinner was fucked. And uh, and then I went home later on. What do you have for Christmas dinner, Daddy? Went to that fried egg sandwich. <laughs> where, where, where did you get that stubbornness from? But I think that's the. I think that's the thing. So I, I'm not sure if it was the same day yeah. or whether it was an, another year. We were all playing Trivial Pursuit, like me, my uncle, my aunt. I think my mum, maybe my sister, and. Uh, my aunt asked me the question. It was, what did so-and-so lose at something or other? And I had no fucking idea, so I just guessed his leg. And she went, no, it was his right leg. Oh, come on. Right, exactly. And I went, but I said, his leg, why didn't you just say, can't you be more specific? She said, but you didn't say what it said on the card. And obviously there was a bit of to-in and fro-in, and I threw the ball in the air and walked out. <laughs> 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 the only time I've, I've just remembered an argument that we had we was playing I can't remember what the game was but we had to describe something and all I remember is like my brother-in-law like Matt he went to me uh, right, and he was trying to explain something to me and he went opposite of coleslaw and I went oh potato salad and it was <laughs> The opposite of coleslaw. <laughs> and no one was having a drop of it. <laughs> everyone was like, you're cheating. Because everyone thinks I cheat at games. Yeah. And I was like, no, no it's, the, it's the opposite. <laughs> and people were not having it. But can you see that, that why that would be the opposite? Ask me the opposite of coleslaw. What's the opposite of coleslaw? Dirt box. <laughs> 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 I 
So coleslaw. Oh, yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, he's logical. Absolutely. So coleslaw, dirt box, and... Tool shed. Tool shed were the three fake bands that uh, we put on our flyer when we launched a club night just to see if any indie fucking bellings actually asked for it. Uh, we haven't even got off the of films yet. Christine come out. Stephen King's. Oh, right. About the car. Uh, oh, yeah. Seen that? Are you sure that come out? I thought we'd done that like last year or something. I've got to admit, I thought we'd done that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see that. But, you know, not for years. Uh, a film called Love Scenes. Whoa. And it, do you know what? Is it? When you see the Did cover. Did you read anything about it? I don't know. Let's, let's do it now. Because when I see the cover, I just thought, Core. I would definitely have had a stiffy when if I saw that in the in the video shop. I think that'd have been top shelf in the video. Hundred percent, hundred percent. With Jungle Burger. Uh, with Jungle. Uh, right, love scenes. Acclaimed actress Val Bynes uh, decides to play a bold and unhimited role in a controversial new movie for her ambitious but neglectful and self-absorbed director husband Peter. Val finds herself becoming too caught up in the risque part, throws caution to the wind and has an adulterous affair with a hunky but arrogant leading man, Rick. Look at that cover. Love scenes. <laughs> I love the way the font goes over her nipples. <laughs> cool. Uh, so it made me think... Uh, we should start up an OnlyFans where we just watch them and just have a wank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine that. Like people just paying money just to see me and you sitting on some fucking dusty old sofa with our trousers around our ankles. Playing soggy biscuit. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> ripping it off over fucking <laughs> love scenes and porkies. <laughs> um, so it made me think, right? If there was like a love scene made mm. about either me or you when we were like sort of sixteen, how do you think that'd play out? It wouldn't be one. Well, no. All right then. <laughs> uh, Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> it would literally just be a motor, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be the back seat of a Ford Escort estate, <laughs> somewhere dark, like a car park or or a layby. I don't think I've ever like got in the back seat in a layby. Oh, I, I did, didn't I? <laughs> no, we weren't in the back seat. No, it, no. Do you know I used to prefer the front seats because you could kind of roll them back a bit. Not that it happened. <laughs> not that it happened very often. Was that the one with a bit the, more leg room? Was that? Was you in the front seats with the the bloke at the end of the bonnet? Yeah. Yeah. I've told I've told that story, and I yeah. Oh, to save people working back through the whole fucking back catalogue, yeah. except in the eighties. Yeah, so because I, it does sound weird when I say bloke at the end of the bonnet, and not I'd give that any more context. <laughs> no, people will think it's something like Wills and Rachel. Like I set out to do it, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd, I'd, I've been seeing this this girl for a while. Yeah, and uh, uh, we both live with our mum and dad. Yeah, and so. Uh, we, we used to go out in my car, mm-hmm. look somewhere quiet to have a kiss and cuddle. <laughs> and uh, we drove over to, uh, just off the 128, mm. there was a, a, a little alley that ran down by the side of Fallen Park, mm. which, as we've discovered since then, is a well-known dogging spot. <laughs> yeah. But being being young and before the internet, you didn't know this. No. And so we, we sort of drove down this little lane and uh, found, a, found a quiet spot, pulled over into a lay-by, and we was having a kiss and a cuddle. And... Uh, then this van drove by with his full beam on. Mm-hmm. Oh, for fuck's sake. And uh, he's gone right the way down the bottom of the lane, and then he's turned around because it was like a 
no through road. He's turned around down the bottom and then he's come back with his full beam on. And so we sort of ducked down a bit. And, uh, go away, oh, mate. Yes, go away. <laughs> Get me in the way. <laughs> and, uh, and so and I, oh, for fuck's sake. So she's gone back over onto the passenger seat and we've both kind of like doing ourselves up. And I've put me, I've put me lights on before I started the engine, and there was a bloke stood right at the end of the bonnet with his pants and trousers round his ankles having a wank. And as I put the lights on, he's like a rabbit caught in the headlights, and he's just disappeared off into the bushes, pulling his trousers up as he went. <laughs> and then like, I've had to fucking drive up and down. That's well scary. Oh, no, it's like, it was quite a shock, and I've had to give it the big one yeah. and drive up and down the, the, the yeah. lane trying to... Trying to ca- uh, trying to pretend that I wanted to catch him yeah. when I when I really didn't. Just want to go home and start trouble. Get- <laughs> <laughs> Mew. <laughs> cool, yeah, it's a fucking fucking good thing I didn't get my hands on him. Cool. <laughs> I'm just gonna drop you home and go home now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 it is weird, isn't it? Our, like, I don't know. Of, of like young people like have houses now and flats, don't they? It's yeah. Like, but I know, like, oh, fucking hell, like... Now we just had cars there. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And didn't you? Yeah. And it was just like, you just try and find somewhere a bit quiet to just have it off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! I remember once, yeah, like going home after the the I think it was a Randacre or something. We've uh, with with this girl, and she was just like, "Come, we go down here." And then we just got down this like little side road, and she was like, "I oh, come, we'll, we'll get out, we'll have a walk." And she ended up in this like dirt track, and she was like, "Can I just have a kiss and cuddle?" I remember just getting like covered in dirt and like <laughs> fucking puddle water and that, and like should have stayed in my car. I know. But what's weird is has been like a fucking. 18-year-old lad 
I remember just thinking, oh, this is fucking like, oh, oh, she's touching it. <laughs> and that overruled anything at yeah. that age, didn't it? It was just like, but uh, yeah, it was all car based uh, snogging then, wasn't it? Car based love scenes. Exactly. It was uh, basically like a probably like fake taxi, but ahead of its time. Yeah, exactly, mate. Noel Edmonds' fake taxi. Uh, no Christmas films out. Um, what's your favourite Christmas film? Um, I like. Uh, if I had to pick, uh, what I think is the best one, mm-hmm. I would say it's a wonderful life. That's good, isn't it? I fucking, I just fucking love it. Mm. I will watch that, mm-hmm. and I will cry. Yeah, silly old cunt. Silly old cunt. <laughs> uh, oh, if you if you want something a bit more cheerful, I really like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And and Home Alone's all right as well. Love Home Alone. Uh, what about you? I'll probably say I quite like Elf. Oh yeah, Elf's good for a modern one, yeah. and it's, it's it's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I really, really liked the BBC animation from the early eighties of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which I haven't seen since I was a little kid. Oh, I ain't seen that. Like it was just like a cartoon of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and I fucking loved it. Like, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Home Alone's really fucking good. Yeah, heartwarming, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to ask you on that note, uh, Home Alone, uh, loneliest 80 celebrities. What 80 celebrities are Home Alone this Christmas? Um, I think David Van Day is Home Alone because he had a fake relationship, didn't he, with Therese Bazaar. They were pretending they were engaged or something. Really? And they weren't really together anymore. He could. He, he thought he could do better than her. Yeah. He got oh, that wrong. He's, no, he's so wrong, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so he's just like, he's just sat in his burger van having a wank on his own because everyone's having Christmas dinner and no one wants a burger. Yeah. Just sitting there staring at a fucking pack of turkey burgers that no one wants. Yeah, they've gone out of date. <laughs> like 19th of December and he's deciding whether to risk it and have one. Yeah. <laughs> he has one and he spends all Boxing Day pu- puking his ring and shitting through the eye of a needle. <laughs> <laughs> Both ends. <laughs> David Berger Van Day, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, quick game, trading places. Did you have any thoughts of lonely 80s celebrities? Uh, do you think Shaky's lonely? Oh, I don't know. I reckon he always had someone to have it off with, Shaky. He'd, he'd have been in an escort having it off down a lay-by. You think? Don't you reckon? Yeah, jeans round his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Some middle-aged housewife. Plowing her furrow in a lay-by. <clears throat> Shaky, ladies and gentlemen. Trading places. Simple game. Um, I tell cunt about um, a deceased 80s celebrity, uh, and cunt can bring them back, but he has to trade them for uh, a modern-day celebrity. So we're going to kick things off with uh, pint-sized, uh, different strokes, uh, legend Gary Coleman. <sighs> Little shoes to fill. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a Gary Coleman impression? No, have you? What are you talking about, Willis? (laughs) That's all I've got. (laughs) Yeah, but you only need one phrase in the 80s if you're going to do an impression. Exactly. Ooh, bitty. (laughs) 
Um, someone little yep. and wisecracking. Yep. Joe Pasquale. Get him in the bin. Uh, Get him in the coffin. Exactly. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the force is no longer strong in him. Alec Guinness. Uh, quintessential mm-hmm. English gentleman. Mm-hmm. Couldn't imagine anyone more English. No, no. Elderly statesman. Been around for a bit. Uh, never see him in a wacky jumper. Joel's Brandreth. I wonder when you was going to mention him. <laughs> um, lost him literally. Do you think he's won? Two days ago. Uh, the bells will probably be ringing out for him this Christmas. Uh, he's nailed on for the Christmas number one, hasn't he? Shane McGowan. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got to say, I did anticipate that you would be saying Shane McGowan in trading places. Did you? I did, yeah. Because he, he only croaked a couple of days ago, yeah. didn't he? Um, and I, uh, I, went and <laughs> I went and looked someone up uh, who was Irish. Uh, now, in the charts, at number 78, there's a bloke called Brendan Shine. Have you ever heard of him? Yes. What do you know of Brendan? Do you know anything of Brendan Shine? No, remind me. Right, so he's an Irish singer, had, had a load of Irish hits, and he's, he's got a song, at number 78 in the charts, uh, December 1983, called Thank God for Kids. Anyone had a look at him? Checked his hard drive? Um, all right, this is Brendan. <laughs> have, a little go- have a little Google. I don't really want that on my hard drive, mate. Right. That's him. Oh, fucking hell. No, that's John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> right, but have a look at Brendan Shine. Look, he's like the love child of John Wayne Gacy and John Motson. Oh, he really is. He's creepy, isn't he? Oh, my God. You need to send me that picture. I put down the artwork. It's horrific, isn't it? My God. Weird hair. Yeah. Brendan Shine, what's his book called? Where Did You Meet Her? Yeah, and no, that was his last album. Damn. Where Did You Meet Her? Well, she was just walking alone. In the woods. 2am. <laughs> <laughs> when was she last seen? Walking alone in the woods at 2am. Um, um, goodbye, Brendan Shine. I want to tell you a little bit more about Brendan Shine. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know these people that, uh, you know, that end up doing something? Right. They've all they've always got something in their you know they've 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 had a flagrant disregard for the law in their past, haven't they? Right. In two thousand and four, Shine was banned from driving in the UK for a year after pleading guilty to drink driving. Okay, he liked a drink. Mm-hmm. He'd been out in the woods. Yeah, he's had a few drinks. Okay. Um, in two thousand nine, Shine was subjected to another legal battle, which he lost and was fined over two thousand euros for tax avoidance and failing to apply for income tax. He's got previous. Yeah, I've got a weird feeling. I know where this is going. In two thousand and fifteen, <laughs> this is the lie. This one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even decided what I was going to say yet. <laughs> It would have involved a full Monday on a blunt instrument. Definitely, yeah. <clears throat> yeah Fucking hell. Yeah, he found a body while his car was being cubed at Roach's scrapyard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, dear. No, he's, he's all right, Brendan Shine. Nothing's ever been proven. No, but he's going in the uh, he's going in a hole to bring back Shane. To be sure. Uh, and lastly, um, uh, Shane's partnering uh, the, the, the greatest Christmas song, uh, aside from that new one by the Crackpots. Uh, oh, proper info. Christmas. That's it, properchristmas.info. Uh, Kirsty McCall. Mm. Popular singer, Kirsty mm. McCall. Mm. Um, any popular singers currently? Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay. Every month until he actually dies. All right. Music? Yes, go with music. What you, uh, what's the number one that the month you've got? Right, listen. I thought I, I, I preempted. Right. Because normally we go for the middle of the month, don't we? But this Sorry, is. I just pulled up my screen again. What? I just got love scenes again. Whoa. <laughs> Right, go on, sorry. Are you going to put the love scenes artwork on the artwork? Oh, no. What's going on here? I've got the wrong month again for the charts. Right, yeah, what you got? Um, right. I, I pre-empted... Uh, normally, we'd go for the middle of the month, don't we? But being December, we'd surely go for the Christmas chart, right? Bollocks. Okay. But- <laughs> That makes sense. It makes sense, but I forgot to let you know that that's what we was going to do. All right. But it'd be all right. It'd be all the same stuff. Yeah, I'm going to just get that up now. Mm. Got it? Yeah. Number one. Should we do the top ten countdown? Okay. Uh, number ten, Please Don't Fall In Love by Cliff Richard. Do you know that one? I do. I listened to some Cliff the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what's that like? It sounds like a slowy. It's all right. Nothing great. <laughs> Why, is he, why don't he want him to fall in love? Because he's like 15. What's the number nine? Um, <laughs> I didn't say he was pedo in him. I just said he was 15. He's probably like a fan at a gig. Oh, I've pulled it up. It's Tina Turner. Let's stay together in at number nine. Um, is that the one that uh, Martin Ware produced? Correct. It was actually Heaven 17 produced. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Martin Ware took all the credit for it in his book. Since you've been together. Yeah. Uh it's a great song, Let's Stay Together. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, and I heard that version, because it's on Now One. I heard that version long before I heard Al Green's. Oh, really? Yeah, I, yeah. I would have as well, definitely. Uh, it's a great record. Uh, yep. Um, a non-mover at number eight. Islands in the Stream, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Do you like that? Love it. That's the Bee Gees, and wrote that, didn't they? Uh Dolly Parton's voice, he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, it just... The pitch of it is something different to everything else. Yeah. Like, when you hear it, it's fucking excellent. Like, yeah, I love her voice, and that's a fucking... That's, that's, a, belt, that's a belt, that is. Yeah, that's up there with the best duets ever. Do you think... We we spoke about this briefly on, on uh, our call listing the other day, but do you think... A duet has to be between a bloke and a woman to be any good. I'm trying to think of... I remember you pulled up the other day, Bronsky beat and Mark Harmon. Yeah. But that's someone featuring with a band. Mm. So there was... I'm trying to think of two women that have duetted. If I think of two blokes duet, I think of like Alfie Bow and some other cunt. Just It just becomes a bit soggy biscuit if it's just two blokes duetting, doesn't it? You, who's that cunt they wheel out at Christmas? The chicken in the basket cunt from Bublé. America. Oh, do, do you Miss, know what? Mr. Christmas. Like, 
<laughs> they not... call him Mr. Christmas, didn't they? <laughs> oh, that bothers me, that. I know. Do you know what? Like, someone, like, people I like as well, a lot in my life, will every, every now and again we just go, oh, it's Christmas, can I get a bit of boobs on? Bottle them. Not to... <laughs> And no. Then you think like, oh, fuck off. It don't make me feel Christmassy. No. It just makes me feel annoyed. I put the Christmas channel on when I was doing some prep for this earlier. And then that cunt just come in fucking on one of the videos, just chirping along. And it was like, you're just an old chicken in a basket covers cunt. Yeah, he's a chicken in a basket covers cunt. And he don't even really like Christmas. He just pretends to for money. Yeah. Who loves Christmas? Not the older. Not the older. <laughs> <laughs> He does, doesn't he? Yeah. He likes Christmas. Yeah. Crackpots like Christmas. Crackpots do. Proper Christmas. Uh, Dot info. Number seven. uh, Tell her about it by Billy Joel. That's good, that. Yeah, he's good, that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's Motown-y? Yeah. Yeah, bit Motani, like because that, that would have been that, that was, that was follow the follow up to Uptown yeah. Girl, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember thinking he was a proper lad. Yeah, I watched the uh, the video for Uptown Girl come on today, and I was just watching him like doing his little dance around Brinkley. I remember thinking when I saw that video that he would know about cars. Yeah, but then I've realised retrospectively he was like you after you got your MVQ. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea. Zero. He was just a fella in overalls around yeah. cars. I bet he'd done a lot in, in fucking laybys in his motor. Oh, I bet he, yeah, Brinkley and all holes. <laughs> <laughs> you would have though, wouldn't you? I'm fucking right. If she'd have took you down a gravel path, Jesus yeah. Christ. Cool. Uh. All right, what else you got? If I was Chevy Chase in the original Vacation, I'd have been my family right off. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, didn't he? He was in the swimming pool the minute he got a fucking yeah. chance. Dark's pissed on the sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> at number six, uh, Hold Me Now by the Thompson Twins. Then then you go, you like the Thompson Twins, didn't you? Do you like the Thompson Twins? Uh, I remember thinking Lana Curry used to make me feel really uncomfortable when I was little. I remember just thinking, she's weird. Yeah. Like, but she weren't, was she? She was in the Thompson Twins. No, she. but she was weird. She was the weird one in the Thompson Twins, wasn't she? Yeah, but she was, she was still in a pop band, wasn't she? Yeah. But they, they come from, like, didn't they come from, like, a squat scene? There was, like, loads of, there was loads of them in the Thompson Twins, and then they, they shaved it down to the three of them. Hmm. Hmm. Don't know. You like them. I do like No, do you know what? I like them. I, I do like them. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I like them. I saw more him... or less than level forty-two. <sighs> oh, you really put me on the spot here. What's I don't your... want anyone to hold me to this. Hold me now to this. But um, do you know what? I think "Hold Me Now" by the Thompson Twins is better than anything level forty-two ever did. Is it better than "Build a Bridge to Your Heart" by Wax? <sighs> I'm going to take the Second Amendment of this one. <laughs> is it the Second Amendment or the Fifth Amendment? What amendment is it? The right to remain silent. I don't. Uh, I, I, I would struggle to choose what song I think is best between "Hold Me Now" and "Bridge to Your Heart" by Wax. I, uh, I, do you know what? You're a cunt. You are because <laughs> I think the songs you the songs you hear in your formative years you just fucking like, and you can't you can't help what you like. And I think if you're someone that can help what you like, yeah. 
then you don't really right. you don't give your up yourself up to things and like things, do you? Like you, you you're like, oh, I like crowded house because it's cool. They're better than the Smiths. And you're like, no, you're getting it all wrong. <laughs> But at least they didn't turn out to be big racists. So, you know, in some ways, you were better with that stance. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, number five, uh, Margarita Time by Status Quo. Is that the one that goes... Has you go for that? It's Margarita Time. It's Margarita Time. After nine. I don't think I've heard that since... I never knew what was... I didn't think it was true. Yeah. That one. Are they in the nude on the cover? Looks like it, doesn't it? Of course they were. But they the biggest fanny rats in rock in the 80s. Do you know, I heard something where they'd done an interview right. where they said they'd rather have a wank. Bollocks. Seriously. But I don't know whether they're just trying to throw you off the scent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whose fingers stunk worse, Rossi or Parfit? I reckon Parfit's were just pure beaver, but I reckon Rossi's... Add BMH to it as well. <laughs> it, 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 he, he liked to snap. Fags and flange. Yeah. 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 That, it was I, hard to tell where the fags finished and the flange started. Do you reckon Rossi was a fingers man? I, I don't think Parfit was. I think Parfit was just like. No, Parfit was handful of spit and straight in with his helmet. <laughs> I think Rossi liked to get his fingers in now. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, where are we out of the charts? Um, n- number, so they were at number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four was Love of the Common People by Paul Young. Mm-hmm. Did you used to like You liked Paul Young, didn't you? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I bought a couple of his records because he was from the 80s. I bought his records because I didn't like him. Right. <laughs> you liked him. All right. That's all right. That's all right because you like things when you're younger for, for innocent fucking reasons. <laughs> so right. I'm not going to dig you out. What's for the it. number three? Um, victims by Culture Club. Mm. Shall we speak a bit about Boy George's victim? The fellow he chained a radiator. What was the deal with that? He chained a, chained a sex worker to it a was right. a sex worker. Yeah. So he got a lot of rent boy around and... I thought you'd say it was all right because he got paid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, even if you're on time and a half, you don't want that, do you? No, double time even. No, the last thing you want is to be made a Terry Wake around George's house. I'd like to have known what happened now. Yeah. He he, he got done for it, though, George, didn't he? Mm. Did Did he do time? Yeah. He do, he do, was that what he'd done time for? He's definitely done time. Yeah. And then he got a bit of community service a fair few years ago as well. Troubled soul. I'm presuming there was a transaction where he, he just went in the whoopsie, paid him, and then he was meant to have just gone on and gone to see his <laughs> next client. But George was like, just pop me around in there and then have that. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's bad, isn't it? Yeah. No, right. it's, it's definitely not good. No. Uh, you know, whether whether he'd paid him or not, mm. what, whatever they'd agreed, that wasn't it. No. Oh, I, I wouldn't want to just be not having any sleep and then just like in the morning as the sun comes up, George is just sitting there in his <laughs> fucking pants eating his cornflakes looking at you. Yeah, and then he finishes his cornflakes and takes his pants off and looms over you. What's it, number two? 
George. Wasn't number what, victims of number two. Oh no, he's at that fella's number two hole. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, number two, my oh my, by Slade. Oh, that's a tune. Yeah, like they knew how to write a tune, Slade, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, do you know? I'm inc- I'm increasingly fucking liking Slade. Yeah, he got loads of fucking belters. Do you reckon they were proper geezers? Yeah. 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 They're first in the pub. Last one's out. Yeah. Backstage at a Slade gig. Mm. Like, the gig's finished. Like, Dave's out the back just fucking ironing his fringe down. Yeah, tri- trimming it with nail scissors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, bit, one bit's grown a little bit out of place. Uh, what's going on? What, I, I, what are they drinking? Nuki Brown? Um, stout. Yeah. 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 Beer, beer, beer. Men's yeah. drinks. Men's drinks, yeah. yeah. Stout. Yeah. <laughs> you on the stout? Yeah. <laughs> what one's that? That's the one that's that, um, that, not the draft Guinness. That's the old school one that, like, your fucking nan used to drink once a year. Yeah. And uh, it's quite weird. Try it because it's fucking fizzy. And, like, I've been drinking a draft one, which is normal Guinness, which is normally, like, flat. It's, it's all right. Oh, you, yeah, I mean, you ain't really like a chap, are you? Like, well, I'm a fella. Yeah, have you got a fucking qualification in, in mechanics? No. I mean, the last time any car I was had anything to do with it went wrong, I phoned you. <laughs> 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 um, I, I fucking put the bricks in your wall, you cunt. You did. They were just a pile of brick. They were a pile of bricks laying outside your house for about three years. Every week I'd come round here. <laughs> I'd have to I've got to ring up a real man to come and sort that. Um, at number one. Um, it's really nice to fly in pickets. Only you. Yeah, he's nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's just a fuck. I think that's a smashing fucking song. That. We we talked, didn't we? On a was that on our call listing the other day? We mm. was talking about him because I see the bowl fella, didn't I? Yeah. In um, <laughs> the face he's pulling, but I see him um supporting Terry Edwards uh, a gig in Deptford, like under this church in in the nineties, and uh, he was in he was in a like sort of poetry duo, uh, and I think they had this sort of new agey sort of music going along with it and they were called something like the ghosts of the machine or something like that or the spirits of the machine and he had he had these leggings on sorry i told you all this the other day but i'm just telling the listeners that he had these leggings on and he wasn't wearing any pants under them and you could see like the outline of his shaft and his <laughs> helmet and like it was really off-putting because you couldn't pay attention to what he I, I think it's hard to pay attention to what someone's saying if you can see their cock. If you can see their actual... Actual cock. I mean, like that scene in Police Academy where Mahoney's just in a towel yeah. and Leslie Barber's trying to ask him something about the party. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, it's off-putting because Mahoney's just there in his towel and he's got one layer between yeah. his cock and Leslie Barber. Yeah. But this was a very, very thin layer of sheen material and yeah. you could just see the outline of his plums, his shaft <laughs> and his bellend. <laughs> How old do you reckon he was? Because I reckon in 1983, I bet he was in his 30s. I, I think they all, they all were in their 30s, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, because they all looked like bin men, didn't they? Yeah. Like, he but, had the but donkey I think jacket. They, I, I think they were proper fellas, though. Yeah. 
Well, proper fellas don't ponce about in fucking leggings with fucking no pants on, mate. No, that's right. You're right. Proper fellas wear wife fronts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oi, Baldy. Yeah. Put your fucking wife fronts on. Yeah, stop poncing about with poetry. Oi, hills have eyes. Where's your undercrackers? <laughs> um, we we're talking of a cappella songs. Like I was, I was just trying to think of like singing a cappella. I can I, I can tell you where that started off. Where we we walked around the streets, wouldn't we? Yeah. Do you know the first song we sung walking around the streets? No. Oh, I bet you'll remember when I tell you. Um, Letter from America by the Proclaimers. Of course it was. Like, but I remember like walking home from like I don't know. Wherever he was going, certainly walking up the motorway, yeah, just singing erasure songs, yeah, and like weird, wasn't it? Yeah. There'd be like probably me, you, Stevie, and um, yeah. whoever, and we'd all just be walking along, just singing, yeah. That's quite odd, isn't it? That's I mean, great. It, it is when you think about it. Imagine if you see like four teenagers walking along singing at the top of their voice. Yeah, I know, but I remember re- like really enjoying it. Yeah, it was good. It was an outlet, wasn't it? Yeah, I suppose I, I, so. I remember walking past Neil Davis's house on <laughs> Rectory Road and singing Letter, Letter from America really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> when you go! You... <laughs> we were so desperate for attention, wasn't we? We were just loud and no one was looking. <laughs> Let's just stand at the end of someone's garden and shout. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. La- the Proclaimers are one of the loudest bands you can sing, aren't they? Yeah. It's just fucking too real. Bayamba! <laughs> yeah. Um, what have you got outside of the top 10? Um, what have you got at number 28? Mm. Right by your side, by the Eurythmics. Well, Oh, yeah, of course, this is Christmas Day. Number 27, it? however. Yeah, Red Feeds! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't know it was called Rat Rapping in brackets. Brilliant! I didn't know it was called Brilliant. Brilli- brilliant, isn't it? Because it was Scratch. Yeah. yeah. Rat Rapping! Oh, fucking hell. Rat rapping. Brilliant. Uh, Was that his big hit, rat rapping? Yeah. He's saying here, last week, 27, peak, 27. It went number one. I'm just saying, that's what it says here on the official singles chart. I'm sure rat rapping went to number one. It must have gone higher than 28. I'm going to look it up. Why not? Rat rapping. <laughs> Enter. <laughs> right, let's have a fucking look. I, th- I thought that was a much bigger hit than that. Yeah. That'd be really surprising if it weren't. Right. Rolling rat. <laughs> He's a brilliant... <laughs> I'm not going to do the whole thing in a rolling rat voice. I can't. I can only do two phrases. It's an 80s uh, uh, impression. Yeah. Right. Where's he fucking... He's been all around the fucking... Right. Rat rapping... 1983, peak position 14. Right, that figures. Oh, he did Love Me Tender, didn't he? That was yeah. the follow-up. <laughs> peak position number 32. Number one rap fan, 1985, peak position 72. 
Roland Rat Living Legend was also released a single but never charted. He peaked he peaked too soon, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um Um I've got the Rolling Stones um under cover of the night. That's a shady title, isn't it? Yeah, Bill Moore, what Bill Wyman was doing under cover of the night. Yeah. Well he was doing it in broad day. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Like when I and everyone was going, go on, go on, my son. <laughs> People don't say go on, my son anymore, do they? Now they've learned their lesson with Bill Wyman. True. Um, did you see uh, number 26, uh, Dennis Waterman and George Cole? What we're gonna get her indoors? Yeah, so have you have, have you heard it? And I, I thought it was called What Are We Gonna Do With Her Indoors? Well, like they murdered her, rolled no. her up in an off-cut carpet. What, what have you got? I thought that's what it was called. No, what are we going to get her indoors? Because it's, it's a Christmas song, isn't ah, it? Ah, I was going to say, what are we going to do with her indoors? Waterman don't need to be saying that. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's walking into a cupboard. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are we going to get her indoors? They, they, they're discussing, it's like a list song, and they're discussing, like, in the sort of in the medium of rap, what they're going to... Get their missus for Christmas, and then like with a sun chorus. It's, it's a weird What's, fucking song. They're all they're like. Did Arthur Daly? Did you ever see her indoors? Um, I don't think you did. Nah, no, I don't think you did. I like that in shows. Yeah, oh, well. I, I thought that was going to be Chris Finch when when because yeah. they they sort of mentioned him in the office stuff. All oh, right, he's going to be yeah. one of these characters you never see. Yeah. But then when you meet him, you're really glad that you have fucking seen yeah. him, aren't you? Oh, like in the royal family like Beverly Macca, it's like you can picture her but like you never see her and like some of the fucking people that like fucking Dell's buying stuff off in Falls and Horses, <laughs> you just think fucking hell, their names are fucking brilliant. Uh, but yeah, I, I love shit like that. Like characters that you can fucking picture, yeah. but you never see. I fucking love stuff like that. Um, what else have I got in the charts? It, there was a few Christmassy ones in the charts. Um, number 15 was 2,000 Miles by The Pretenders. I hate that. Yeah, I fucking hate that. I really think that's fucking rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like whiny fucking... Yeah. Just... Do you know what? Apart from Brass in Pocket, I don't really like anything by them. I just think their music is it's, it's too jangly. It's thin and kind of wafty sound in the production. And just 
that they ain't really got any songs. Like, Brass in Pocket's great, mm. but, oh, nah, nah, nah. Pretenders, fucking rough. They're like the Texas of the 80s. Oh, that's a good shout. There's a lot of probably angry Pretenders fans now. Fuck them. I, I haven't met anyone who's a, who is a big Pretenders fan. Have you? Nah, America really liked them, didn't they? I mean, if you're listening in America, good luck to you. But she was American, wasn't she? And she came over mm. here and was hanging out with a enemy journalists and, and stuff that, yeah. when she pulled the pistols and what have you. Yeah. Yeah. Pipes apiece. She put the hours in, Chrissy Hind. Uh Poo pipes apiece. When did you hear <laughs> when did you last hear that? <laughs> what pipes apiece? Yeah. Uh done it probably last Christmas on the radio. I don't mind it. No, I, I don't mind it. It's a bit fucking it's a bit sanctimonious, isn't it? Pipes apiece. Yeah. But it's I suppose it comes from a good place. Yeah. Multi multi millionaires in uh I used to I, I used to see as a kid, I, I did like Pipes of Peace and, and I really like the video and it's it's nice and heartwarming, isn't it? That, but apparently it never happened that truce between the Germans and the English when they play football. It's the work of fiction just to make people feel Christmas. good. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's better than wonderful Christmas time, isn't it? Yeah, I hate that. I don't know what I don't know why that. I mean, it's because it's Paul McCartney and it's a yeah. Christmas song, isn't it? But it's just like the production, like it's just shit. That fucking horrible squelchy synth, and it's like get in the bin. Fuck off. Um, what other Christmas songs did you have in the charts? Oh, there was one at thirty-three called uh, "Cold as Christmas" in the middle of the year by Elton John. I'd never heard that before. If it's worse than "Step Into Christmas," which is terrible, I hate "Step Into Christmas." Yeah. I don't want to step into Christmas with Elton John. Yeah. Uh, just outside the top 10, uh, at number 11, uh, I've got What Is Love by Howard Jones. Um, obviously, I'm a couple of weeks behind you. Uh, no, no, yeah, I've got What Is Love by Howard Jones at number 11. Oh, last, no, I've actually got the right chart now. And then, last, last week, 11. Pete's at 11. Uh, and I then, thought I remembered that going in the top 10, Howard Jones, What Is Love. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, Do you like What Is Love? Yeah. Is that one of his best ones? No. What do you what, put me, put me in order? Your Howard Jones songs, right? Number one singles. Mm. Number one, I probably will go new song. Number two, I'll go hide and seek. Hmm. Number three, I'll go things can only get better. Hmm. Number four, like to get to know you well, hmm. and then number five, what is love. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have that same five, but in a different order. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm, I'm not bothered about hearing Pearl in the show again. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then at number 12... I've oh, got... no, I'd put Everlasting Love in there. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, I do that like that, yeah. Number 12, have you got Move Over Darling by Tracy Ullman? I have, yeah, that's nice as well, but it's not as nice as They Don't Know About Us. Nah. Which is fucking amazing. Yeah. But then if you compare everything to that... Yeah, you ain't going to get nowhere. Right. Do you reckon uh, they don't know is better than Fairy Tale in New York? Oh, I can't believe you asked me that. <sighs> if you had, if men burst in with machine guns and you had to consign one to the dustbin of history and could only keep one for the people of the future, I'd, I'd, I'd keep Tracy Ullman. Uh, you know, because I just think it, it really gives me all the nostalgic feels as well. Yeah, and it. And it keeps the fucking flame of Kirsty McCall burning. 
Yeah. Uh, he's fucking amazing, they don't know. Yeah, he's good. Uh, it? As much as I love Fairy Tale, but uh, yeah, that just Tracy Ullman, they don't know, just proper fucking gives me very nice fucking nostalgic feelings. Yeah. Oh, I think Stiff Records uh, are responsible for some really good records. Don't think they get enough credit. But I think that's because they were in, they, I think that's because they were an independent label. Thinking back, they they you know like look at look at Madness's chart positions and they were all decent, but they didn't have the money and the fucking infrastructure that all the major labels had. Yeah. Mad- Madness had one number one, didn't they, in their whole fucking career, and um, uh, which was House of Fun, which yeah. was number one for like two weeks. I think they've just had a number one album. Yeah, mm. good on you lads. Good on you lads. Uh, one other song I want to talk about. Um, at the the tail end of the charts, The Vow. What's that? By Toya. What what number's that? Is that like the arse end of the charts? Yeah, not in the Christmas week. This was uh, two weeks before. I went middle of the month at first. What do you think The Vow, like as in the V-O-W, she took a vow. What what do you think that vow she took was? She took a vow never to make any records that were any good. And just like... Like during lockdown, to just flaunt her knockers at blokes that were stuck in their flats on their own, <laughs> while her husband sat in the background masturbating. <laughs> Is that what you were thinking, Toya? <laughs> Mike Reese knob quiz. Oh yeah. Uh, simple game. <clears throat> I'll ask. I'll give cunt. Uh, uh, one, two, three. Four uh, 80s celebrities, um, and I need Cunt to uh, imagine uh, what their cocks are like and put them in order from small to large. Now, Cunt, listen up. Your your celebrities are as follows. Yep. Mike Rutherford of Genesis and Mike and the Mechanics. Hmm. Vince Clark of Depeche Mode, Yazoo, The Assembly, and Erasure. Oh. Stedman from Five Star. Hmm. Leslie Grantham, a.k.a. Dirty Den. <sighs> Murdered a taxi driver, famously. Um, oh, can you grab another beer? <laughs> so we got... Who's the first one again? Oh, Rutherford. Rutherford, Clark, Clark Stedman, Stedman, Den. Dennis. Mm. Um, not Les. No. Um, oh, I think you think... So I've got a big cock in my hand here. Very big cock in your hand. A big cock in my hand opening this. Um, So the smallest cock. Okay. um, Out of those four is Stedman from Five Star. Oh, really? Yeah. He had a very, very small cock. Okay. Um, That's why he was caught showing it outside the public toilets because he wanted someone's help to tease it out of his trousers because he was desperate for a way. Right, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. But what they didn't know was it would only take the slightest touch for it to go off. Ah. Mm. That's what that song was about. Ah, and it would go off again quite quickly, right? He couldn't wait, could he? No, he couldn't wait another minute. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tiny winkle. Yeah, and Um, that was in public toilets. Yep. He was a system addict. 
Yeah. <laughs> Did you have that ready? You know. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, smallest cock, we've got Stenman from Five Star. That leaves you Vince Clark, Dirty Den, and Mike Rutherford. It's good, though, that one. Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so we've got Rutherford, Clark, Grantham. Um... I think next we go Clark. I think Clark's cock is longer nowadays with age. Just tired. It's oh, it's very tired. It's quite thin on the shaft these days mm. and quite heavy on the bell. Yeah. Um, the Andy, as he calls it. <laughs> uh, but back in the day... He didn't have much of a cock, nah. Vince Clark. That's nah. why he was ejected from Depeche Mode. Is that why? Yeah, they'd be playing Soggy Biscuit and they couldn't even see whether he was participating because it didn't come out of his pubes. Oh, fucking, yeah. But as he got old, older, he, it, you know, the, the weight of his bell end uh, brought, it, brought it further out of his pubes. But not that much still. No, not that, not that much. I thought, thought we're kind of talking in the eighties. We're, okay. we're, we're talking about their cocks in the eighties, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All we're, right, right. Yeah. So second Clark, um, he liked to wank a lot, though. He just couldn't get <laughs> enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so you're left with Mike Rutherford of uh, Genesis and Mike of the Mechanics. And uh, and Leslie Grantham, aka Dirty Dennis Watts. Um, Wish I could be like Dennis Watts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I said Captain Watts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. So you got the taxi murdering star of EastEnders. Oh, yeah, because he, he was sucking his finger on the internet as well, wasn't he, yeah. Watts? That's a strange thing, isn't it? Yeah, if you had a massive cock, you wouldn't be doing that. No. You'd be out in the woods. <laughs> so, yeah, Watts next. Right. Yeah. I uh, imagine, how do you picture that? Um, Dark pubes with smattering of grey. Uh, medium length. By that, I mean sort of five to seven inches on the yard. Um. Uh, when he when, when he got it hard, you know, floundering around half miles, really nothing. I think he's I think he's shot to bits. Oh really? Well, yeah. Do you think he had a lot of action? No, I don't oh, know. Well, he was in the army, wasn't he? So maybe it did get shot to bits. He was in the army when he murdered oh. that taxi driver. Just looks. I mean, it looks like I don't know, like a bit of old hose pipe that's been in the road. It just keeps getting run over. Yeah. Like. I suppose he's been pounding away on Ange, hasn't he? Yeah. Stir stirring maize porridge. Yeah. Um, yeah, withered. So, uh, at number one with the biggest Corey uh, in this week's uh, Mike Reed's Knob Quiz, you're going to go Rutherford. Rutherford. He's got a big bearded cock. Um, big beard on it. Big beard. Yeah. Big man, big beard. Tall. Yeah. Tall. Yeah. Uh, thin. Yeah. Long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> erect. Yeah, oh, yeah good. Uh, regularly erect. He'd get a good angle on it, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah like guitar solos. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Got an erection every time he played a guitar solo, wow. like, like Mr. Gelsey's dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, that, literally just playing it, didn't even need to touch it? What? His cock. His cock. It, just a guitar solo, and it, just, it, it, it would get fully erect. Yeah, yeah, the frequency's coming from them strings. Wow. As, as, he, as he plucked them. 
Yeah. Is that where the, the title Invisible Touch come from? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I thought you'd like him being having the biggest cock as well because you were a mechanic, weren't you? I was a mechanic, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, congratulations, Mike Rutherford. Yeah, that's uh, nice to have something positive about Mike Rutherford. It is, isn't it? Considering it the things okay, we use. so we're going to move on to, to say about uh, television. I mean, uh, it's no use to him in his, in his, in his hobbies. What for... Let me just pull up TV. If anything, it's a hindrance in his... the BBC up Outside band hobbies. Then, here we go. <laughs> right, so I've got... Um, uh, right, so... Right, this is Christmas Day television, right? Right. I'm going to get upset now. Right. Uh, at nine o'clock, right? So you fucking, you've probably opened your presents by now. I am. And, yeah, I am. You're sitting there with your fucking selection box wanting to watch some cartoons on BBC. Oh, can I just fucking tell you, uh, you know Andy? Yeah. He sent us a voice message for the proper Christmas thing. Yeah. Right? Oh, you're passing them on to the crackpots then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just doing my bit for them, yeah. you know. Um, just so that everyone can have a proper Christmas. Dot info. info. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know I'll put some of them in my mouth. Just very dry. I'm going to try and speak. Uh, them cheesy, you know the cheesy things you have at Christmas? Yeah. That's what I got them. Mm. Festive. Festive, isn't it? Mm. Um, Please have a sip of your drink. I can hear how dry you are. Oh, so dry. Your wife's listening to this and thinking, oh, the cheesy thing I have at Christmas. <laughs> Um, so Andy, uh, yeah, Andy sent us his Christmas story, and um, his his dad said that the earliest he was allowed up was half past six. Right. Uh, Andy woke up at half past three uh, and felt like he'd been awake all night and was unable to go back to sleep. So he crept in his mum and dad's room and he changed the clocks. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. And so when I woke his sister up, they went in there. And everyone thought it was our past six, opened all his presents. They all carried on their Christmas morning. And his dad only found out when he went to pick up uh, pick up his <laughs> old aunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he went to pick her up at 11, 11 o'clock and turned up there and she was still in the night. Eh? <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. It's good, isn't it? Oh, I fucking love that. Um, that's way more fun than... Oh, oh I mean, by the time that he... Um, and as um, dad was going to pick up... Uh, his nan uh, at 9am, uh, Carol's from Newbie Hall. Newbie Hall? Where's Newbie Hall? I don't care. Cambridge. Uh, Did you like Christmas? Have you got the eater on? Yeah. It's fucking off. boiling in here. Turn me off. What's it, the black one? Yeah. Or the white one? That one, yeah. White one. There's only one on, you idiot. Well, I can't see, can I? Right. Uh, glasses are close up. <laughs> uh... What I don't mind a carol, but I want it at like I just want it on a film or a cartoon. Yeah, like or, do you like a few carols on Christmas Eve? Yeah, I don't mind it. Like I, I, you wouldn't go and seek them out. No, no, I wouldn't Harry seek them out. <laughs> uh, and then after that, surely it's going to be some cartoons. Uh, no, it's the news. Uh, so what's this on BBC One? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, and then following that, Away in a Manger. Children's stories, songs, pictures, and thoughts about the nativity. 
with the children of Sunnyside Primary School. Fuck off. Did you hate kids on TV when you was a kid? I didn't mind Why Don't You. Yeah. Uh, Grange Hill. Yeah, but they were like proper cool kids. Yeah. Like, you know, just... I didn't want to watch kids in an audience at like Blue Peter or something. It's boring kids. Like <laughs> I wanted kids like Grange Hill kids yeah. that were just mucking about. Muck about. Uh, that's finished, but don't worry, we're going to get some cartoons next because we've got the. Oh no, sorry, no, we've got the Christmas morning. I mean, this program's called the Christmas Morning Family Service. Oh, it's a bit sexy, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds like that that joke about the aristocrats. I don't know, but the Reverend Amos Creswell, he's right involved. Anyone whose name sounds like Amos should not, <laughs> should not, not be let anywhere near yeah. families having it off of each other. The Reverend Amos Creswell. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking hell. Look, like, and then, like, literally, followed by the weather, right? And then, oh, are we going to get some cartoons? It's, it's Rolf. Rolf's going to No, he's not going to do some cartoons. Rolf's uh, got a new show. It's a colourful animation starring Rolf Harris, and it's called The Little Convict. That was him, wasn't it? Rolf Harris as Jake the Peg with the extra leg. <laughs> I mean, he was telling us all along, wasn't he? Fucking hell. Uh, and I that... always wondered what he had in that extra leg. After that, one o'clock, Bugs Bunny, till five past one. Five minutes of cartoons. Something for the kids. Oh, then some boring film. Then at two o'clock is the Pops. Christmas Pops. Uh, with Wacko Jacko, Shaking Stevens, Men at Work, Bonnie Tyler, Duran Duran, The Fizz, Richie and Bowie. I'm feeling that. So did they used to do... I think the Christmas Top of the Pops had like all the number ones throughout the year, didn't they I usually? I think you're right, yeah. So what would that have been? Billy Jean, Sh- shaky. I, I think f- was was a thriller just been out. Yeah, thriller. We, we talked about it last month, didn't we? So yeah. yeah, probably thriller. What is shaky have at number one? Um, what, what would not, Julie? Well, he he just had cried just a little bit out, hadn't he? Mm-hmm. Just now. Yeah, I've had some people mench- message in saying they really like that. You don't. No, no I don't. No, no, you encourage him saying you liked it. No need to cry just a little bit. Men at Work, obviously Down Under, Tyler, Totally Clips, Durham, Durham, number one with Please, Please Tell, tell me, me Now. Is there something I should know? The fizz. Wouldn't be making your mind up. No, fizz? was it? Land to Make Believe. Land to Make Believe, was it? Yeah. Someone told me that that finishes up with a kid saying something or other and you'll never know. You know, just like the crackpots. Crackpots? Oh, what, Proper Christmas? Yeah, Proper Christmas. Dot info. <laughs> Uh, so the Pops was on from uh, two till three. I used to love that Christmas yeah. Top of the Pops as a kid. And then it'd be like, oh, hey, and then like your parents would feel duty bound to watch the Queen with your nan. I remember just thinking, and up until like literally she croaked. And like, I think even last year, like the family were like, oh, oh put it on. I want to hear it. And I was like, fuck off. That's just bollocks. And, like, it? and do you know what? I didn't spoil Christmas, but I went and sat in the other room on my own. Yeah. Because I thought, I don't care. I don't fucking want to see that old cunt. I'd rather hear silence. Yeah. A 15-minute silence for just fucking good blokes that died in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) 
that be lovely? Do you know what? That's Just what I'm going to do. Just a montage of, of, of fucking good blokes and like and nice birds that died in the 80s. That's what I, Do you know what I'm going to do this year? Is while the Queen's speech is on, just shout the names of people from the 80s who've died. Like, yeah. Colonel Abrams! <laughs> Jimmy McShane from Baltimore! <laughs> the London boys! Were they 90s? <laughs> That's better than the King's speech, isn't it? Yeah. <coughs> Samo's made the dragon! Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's on blankety blank at 315? Let's have a look. Sabrina Franklin. I don't know who that is. Oh, Sabina Franklin. Still don't know who it is. Uh, Roy Kinnear. Oh, I used to love Roy Kinnear. Yeah. Uh, Ruth Maddock. Uh, hello, campers. Yeah. Patrick Moore. Have a look at him. <laughs> Oh, he'd have been a really horrible one, like Cyril Smith, wouldn't he? If if he did it, it'd have been yeah. like because he was a bit overweight, wasn't he? And that little monocle, didn't he? Uh, What's he trying to look at there? Brown eyes. No, is it? Or is brown like, eyes at night. Or maybe like he wants to have a little look at a little a little dinkle, but maybe it's a bit too small, so he's got to pop that <laughs> monocle on. Go on, help Billy Joel find it. Uh. Beryl Reed, uh, and but Beryl uh, Reed was always on Blanky Blank, wasn't she? Yeah, I think like she was just I don't know. What did Beryl Reed do apart from did she do Mooncat? She she was in she was in films, wasn't she, in the sixties and stuff? Yeah. Didn't she do a duet with Arthur Mallard? No, I thought that, but it weren't Beryl Reed. It was um, I, I referenced it uh, on a couple of episodes ago, and we was talking about oh, fucking right, yeah. the Cockney Christmas, and I it was Beryl Reed. It weren't who done fucking. Um, uh, fucking making your mind up with Arthur Mullard. It weren't Beryl Reed. It was someone no, else. No, no, when it's um, you're the one that I want. Yeah, yeah. Just like making your mind up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're the one I want. It was um, Arthur Mullard, and it weren't Beryl Reed. No, I always, I always think Beryl Reed. But you're yeah. right. Yeah, you oh. done some research that time, didn't you? Shall I have a look? Yeah, have a little look. Uh, and Freddie Star, he was a prankster, wasn't he? Freddie Star. They had a look at him, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Is he to, dead now? Nothing to see there. Um, you have a look, Beryl Reed. I'll have a little yeah, look at Freddie Finally, Freddie Starr's dead. Uh, I think he's dead. Uh, Arthur Mallard. Don't put that in your hard drive. <laughs> Freddie Starr. Uh, died 2019. Oh. Choked on Amster. Um, <laughs> Hilda Baker. Hilda Baker, yeah. I think she was in some of the Confessions films. Yeah. Uh, I've got um, oh fucking hell! I'll tell you what, right? If what, what are you looking at? Are you going somewhere with this? No, 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 I'm not. No, I've just gone down, uh, gone down and off a mallard rabbit hole, which I'm <laughs> slightly worrying. Right, so we've got the convict. Uh, we've discussed with Rolf, and then at um five thirty-five, Jim will fix it with Jimmy Savile OBE, including an eleven-year-old Heidi High yellow coat. Two pupils of a school for the blind riding at the Horse of the Year show. There was that joke, wasn't there, after it all came out about... The, 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 the blind fi- kid that milked a it, yeah. Yeah. An eight-year-old and it father... was actually going on on that episode. An eight-year-old father Christmas, and Jim teaches you how to crack Christmas walnuts. Open them wider. <laughs> oh, 
God. Is it squeeze them together? <laughs> fucking hell. You can't fucking write this shit. The BBC were fucking putting this bollocks on. They were all over it, the BBC. They See, this is my thing. This is my thing with the BBC. So Jim finishes. And I love them for lots of reasons, the BBC, but fucking they are not accountable for the things that happened in the past. So, so they just change all like the John the John Peel wing. It's just not called the John Peel wing anymore, and no one's made any announcement about it. It's just to be just not talk about that wing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the sweep it under the carpet wing. <laughs> yeah. So fucking Jim finishes fixing it, and I'm imagining at that point we're all still fucking really enjoying him fixing things. Um, what's for, what, what, what's coming up next? What's coming up next? It'll be at a tea. Songs of praise special. <sighs> Then the news, and then, well, yeah, all creatures great and small. A couple of geese with their hands up a fucking cow's arsehole. How fucking boring. I don't know, we liked it when it was Animal Farm, but... <laughs> yeah, but that's a very different... It just then... had a different vibe, didn't it? A more relaxed vibe. Yeah. At 8.30, uh, David Jason uh, as, as Del Boy. Uh, was that the Gliding Club one? then... Uh, and then it's just literally more news and weather, and then you just got to go to bed miserable, knowing that you're fucking, you're forced if he's gone to semi because it's Boxing Day. <sighs> Boxing Day was always like a poor man's Christmas day, wasn't it? You try and make the best of it. But there weren't any presents, were there? Nah. Well, nah. sometimes we'd see like, you know, you'd see like one of the, one of my great aunts, like my dad's, my dad's aunt, and sometimes they'd have a present for you on mm. Boxing Day. So, slim pickings compared to Christmas Day. Right, all right. So, like, normally RTV delivers, right? So, you wake up for some TV AM, you're probably going to get a little bit of yeah! yeah! Uh, and then uh, a show called The Night the Animals Talked. See, I'm on board with that. I like yeah. that idea of that. Uh, then the Fraggles are coming. Loving that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know Fraggles were as early as 1983. It's only on for five minutes. So, I mean, imagine it might be like a cartoon or something. Uh, I love Fraggle Rock. Then oh, they can't help it. Christmas morning worship. Like, why has it got to be on both sides? Like, why would like anyone want to hear about the baby Jesus on Christmas morning when you're just meant to be fucking eating? It's a Christmas. Like, boring, the boring stuff away. Yeah. Just fucking eat a selection box and muck about with your toys. <laughs> Have to watch stuff about Jesus. Boy, he's the world's only bearded baby. Uh, then there's the, cap- the film, The Capture of Grizzly Adams. I mean, he was a bloke with a beard, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a fella. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone would need to have a look at him. He didn't have a telly anyway. No. Like, or, an, or a laptop. No. Like, but... Uh, I'll, I'll put him in the same kind of haystacks. Capes. Capes. Roach. Roach. Blessed. Adams. Yeah. Blessed Adams. Yeah, absolutely. Just fucking... Yeah. Big fellas. Yeah. That could mix it, that had beards. Oh, that one from Superman, the the tall one. Well, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, then it's um, uh, a year called the Superman Royal two. the Royal Year at two o'clock. Right? Do you know what? Like, imagine that a year about the royals. What's that going to be? Oh, these people pretended they gave a shit here. Then yeah. they went there and pretended they gave a shit. And they just went back to their massive But it's the fact the fact the griff's still going on. But it's, it tells you all, I don't want to fucking go right off on one because it's yeah. meant to be a Christmas episode, right? But you've got the BBC, 
you've got all the fucking tabloids, you've got the royals, you've got the government. Oh, and the church. Mm. And they all just keep each other going. And it's all in all their interest to keep it all fucking going. Because mm. the minute one of them fucking goes, they're all fucked. Because it's all just smoke and mirrors. But, like, this is why they're, they're just... It's all fucking... Oh. Do you know what I hate most? What? Royal correspondence. Oh, Nicholas Witchell is such a simpering Jenny fucking cunt. Bond. Bond. Fuck off. I'd, I, if, if there was one person on TV I could give an eye in, it'd be Nicholas Witchell. Like, what's your job? Just sucking off royals. Pull it, yeah. Just pulling King Charles's arsehole cheeks apart and felching his ass. <laughs> That's your job. So but fuck off. Yeah, it ain't a job. He's a shit Steve Davis, isn't he, Nicholas Witchell? Yeah. Steve Davis wouldn't get involved in that. No, he'd be too busy down. Sounds familiar in Romford. Of course he would. Finding rare groove. Exactly. <laughs> He's going to say records then, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Uh, then that's followed by the Queen's speech on both channels. Uh, and then at 3.15, Superman. That's good. Yeah. Get a bit of Superman yeah, on Christmas Day. That's just what we need, isn't it? Yeah, a bit it's of Reeves. Superman 1. Yeah. Uh, followed by a bit of Bully. Oh, uh, you can't beat a bit of Bully, can you? Absolutely. But that's all right. Just when you're getting on a roll, it's the news then. The Royal Concert of Carols. Stop going on about the fucking the God royals, and the royals and the church. All the people that fiddle with kids and turn a blind eye to it. Let's get them all on the telly at Christmas. Get all them choir boys. Then at number uh, 7.15. Jim will fix it. Game. Uh, Bruce's play your cards right. Liked a bit of that. Yeah. Liked a bit of that. Not a word about Bruce in you, Trey. Followed by Jimmy Tarbutt's Christmas All-Stars. Who do you reckon of them All-Stars? Toby had a... They felt his collar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing to see there. Move along. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's brilliant. Like, that <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, followed by The Revenge of the Pink Panther. Not a cartoon kid's boring film. Ah. Uh, yeah. Christmas TV. Not very exciting. Uh, Was Channel 4 around then or not? That? Yeah, I couldn't find it on the research, though. Hmm. I've got a little Christmas game. Go on. Uh, it's called a Christmas morning service. Uh, Brian Tilsley, aka Chris Quintin, wakes oh. up early after a Christmas work do and needs to empty his sack. He looks either side of him in his bed and it's full, and he's waiting to press his hard on uh, 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 against the aris of, uh, of of an eighties bit of Christmas crumpet. Now I want to know: Do they service him or not? Okay, so this Gashan's got a full erection and he's, he's he's looking to like roll over and press it against the, like the fucking arse of, of a bit of 80s crump here. Well, I up the know. Bar. No, no, just, he's just kind of like nudging it into him because he just needs to empty his sacks. Yeah. Um, but there's uh, there's there's five 
80s um, bits of crumpet and I want to know who plays and, and wants to service him or who's just like, oh, fucking wakes up after the work's due and just thinks I made a mistake. Yeah. Hello, hello's Vicky Michelle. So what do I say if they're, if they're up for Serviced. it? Serviced. Serviced. Really? Yeah, she's, yeah. <sighs> yeah. She just, she, she wouldn't say no. I mean, don't get me I mean, wrong. I mean, I've you got, know, to, I, I, you know, I've got to say, in twenty twenty three, a game where I'm deciding whether <laughs> women would consent to intercourse or not. But it's the eighties. It was acceptable in the eighties. Oh well, I, I mean, I'm just going to say they've all had a great night. They're all in bed together. Yeah, but he wants to have a go again in the morning. Yeah, and like some of them ain't looking their best, and like. He's <laughs> You really thought this through, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's doing them a favour in a lot of ways. Crack him out. Oh, God. I think this game should be called <laughs> Quentin Services Boilers. <laughs> yeah, you're a great. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. Uh... Well, I, I mean, I'm just going to say whether they probably would be up for it. <laughs> Uh, Erica Rowe. Who's Erica Rowe? Uh, famously, oh, the Jugs. Yeah, yeah. Titters at Twickers. Well, she's in the nude anyway. <laughs> Lovely jubbly serviced. Alison Moyer. Oh, no. No, she's thinking, what the fuck the hell am I doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, from uh, from the same cobbles as Brian. Not, not you. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from those cobbles that Tilsley would um, would, would would actively um, stroll Proud. around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Julie Goodyear, a.k.a. Bet Lynch. Serviced. Buxom. Blonde barmaid. Yeah. Uh, um, she was interested in boys, 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 looking for a good time. Uh, Sabrina. European. <laughs> serviced. <laughs> there won't be more morning service <laughs> next month. <laughs> this even makes the edit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Good game. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, right, what have you got for news? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Good. Um, what, what, was, happened? what happened? There was the first ever heart and lung transplant. Oh. How long did they survive? I don't know. I just read Can't that I want sentence. a bit more good news? All right. I don't know. But what made me think, if you could have a stiffy transplant, like with someone else's stiffy High from the tail. 80s. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking great. Uh, 
it was the Harrods bombing. Remember that? Uh, vaguely. Tell me a bit of details around it. Uh, I haven't got any. Someone um, let a bomb off in Harrods. Yeah, I think four people died. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> was that on Elf? <laughs> Might have been better to finish the last section before you started the Harrods bombing. Oh, dear. You ain't got a game called Harrods Bomb Doors, have you? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. The speed in which you fucking said, oh, <laughs> I fucking did. I'm absolutely dummy. Right. <clears throat> well, so was this on Al Fyed's watch? Was he in charge then or not? Right. <clears throat> uh, it was the Harrods bombing, uh, where what I believe uh, four people passed away. Uh, IRA bombing, obviously, back then. I'm just going to go on Wikipedia and find out the details to this. Fuck me. Oh, dear. Oh, it was a car bomb that exploded outside the Harrods store. 1983, uh, Saturday, 17th of December. So, what I was going to say was, around then, my parents took me to Madame Tussauds. And when we got there, somebody had left a bag there. And we got evacuated literally the minute I walked in. Oh, really? So I never even saw a waxwork. Oh, no. Yeah. So wouldn't you let back in? No, no. It was like, at the time, it was like the height of the fucking bombings and stuff. So it was just like, yeah, no fucking chance. Um, You like waxwork, don't you? Yeah, I do like waxwork. Yeah. That, where was that museum you used to go? Yarmouth. Yarmouth. Right? Yeah. Be- just the best fucking waxworks ever. Have they, you they ever all ripped look- them up as to what they've done with them? Because they're shut now, isn't it? They, they, they auctioned them all off, but I never found out what happened to them. Oh, you would have had one of them, wouldn't you? 100%, yeah. I'd have had the fu- that fucking Jimmy Savile. Would have been straight up my fucking shed in Wrongan's Corner. Who else was there? Uh... Posh and Becks. I'll put a load of photos. If, yeah. uh, if, if you're interested in the, in the uh, Yarmouth Waxworks, anyone, go to uh, facebook.com uh, forward slash cunt and the gang and look in the photos there, and I'll put a little folder of them up. I, I don't know, like about fucking it, probably 15 or 20 years ago. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Posh and Becks, Abba, Hitler. We should stress as well. That Starsky and Hutch. They look Fuck all like any of them do, Ken they? Dodd. My favourite one was Michael Owen, because I think they just... Someone must have got an old 1970s waxwork and gone, do you know what? Stick an England shirt on that, and that looked like Michael Owen. No, <laughs> it, it didn't. <coughs> uh, Mr Blobby, Noel, Mr Bean. Oh, Noel's fucking yeah. shocking. The, the, Noel, the Noel and Blobby combo. Blobby looks as unlike Blobby as Noel looks unlike Noel. They're fucking great. Adamant. They're, they're, but, like, some really old ones there that... Um, yeah, f- fucking Posh and Bex both look like Mark Armand from Soft Cell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were excellent. Really fucking excellent. And there was Kevin Keegan, uh, all in a suit as a manager, but yeah. it was clearly the waxwork from when he was a, a footballer. Oh, even better. Even better. Well, look, I haven't got any sport. Um, I'm trying to think if that was that downstairs there that they, they had Sutcliffe. I think they had a little chamber of horrors down in the down in the basement. I think they had Sutcliffe down there. Mm. All right. Well, look before we um, finish on a little bit of pat chat, um, 
Pawn hub or pawn snub? Oh, we haven't done that for a while. Absolutely. So uh, the idea with this uh, is uh, I, uh, I I mentioned four celebrities um, from the 80s. And uh, I mean, want to know um, when they get back to their uh, their hotel uh, after uh, after a gig or after a uh, appearance on uh, Game for a Laugh or uh, Punchlines, um, when they get their uh, Commodore 64 out, are they going to Pawn Hub or not? Pawn Snub. That'd take a while. Download an image strip by strip. To what you could back then. Yep. Noddy Older. He was a fella, wasn't he, Noddy Older? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't think Noddy Older would have been short of female attention. No. He was the front man in a very successful band. Yep. He had a loud, direct way about him, so he would have been able to explain exactly, you know, what he wanted. There'd have been no confusion around anything. So I think a lot of times it had been he wouldn't have been going back that hotel room alone. No. But if there's a scenario where he was alone, Mm -hmm. he's got his knobby and his nuts. (laughs) Hub. (laughs) Okay. Roy Wood. Roy would have preferred. To take an attractive lady yeah. back to his hotel room yeah. and give her one. <laughs> but he's in his 40s. Yeah. He's got a ratty beard. Yeah. His face is covered in makeup. Yeah. No one's going to have it off with him unless he holds them down. He's going back for a wank hub. Okay. Search his wizard sleeve. Uh, <laughs> late 80s, um, stay another uh, day, Brian Harvey. Pint-sized. Pint-sized, but affable. Yeah. <clears throat> These days, bonkers. Um, back in the day, I just don't think there'd be any shortage of girls that would have wanted to go back to Brian Harvey's mm. dressing room, mm-hmm. hotel, mm. tour bus, mm. and have it off. <laughs> All the way off. Um, they won't stay another day because he'll kick them out and have another one the next night. Mm. Snub. Okay. And lastly, the bloke from Boney M. Oh, the bloke from Boney M. What, the bloke in Boney M? Yeah. What was his name? Um, I don't know the bloke from Boney M's name. Do you know the bloke from Boney M's no. name? I'm going to look it up while you have a little thing. I think it was uh, the, the bloke who put Boney M together was called something like Frank Farrier or something, wasn't it? But he wrote he wrote all the songs, and I think he did all... Oh, he was like a Swedish bloke, wasn't he? And he did, yeah. all the, he did all the vocals, and then the actual fella in Boney M, mm. he... Uh, he just mimed to him, and he done the dances and mucked about. Um, and because he didn't really have anything to do, he was just miming and mucking about and yeah. doing dancing and stuff. He had a bit of time on his hands. Mm. So he didn't have to practice properly because all the vocals were on tape. So he spent the rest of his time just being a fanny rat. Uh, yeah. doesn't surprise me. No. And, and um, because of that, he would never have to resort to a... Uh, 
going on the internet. Um, Bobby Farrell. Bobby Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. And what was the name of the bloke who put Boney M together? Uh, Frank, say it, wasn't it? Frank, Frank, have a wank. <laughs> he was hub. Yeah. 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 Bo- Bo- Bobby Farrell. No? No, snub. There was never a shortage of bush. No, good. Good. And, and, and to be honest, it being the late 70s... Mm. Um, he had that big afro, mm. and there'd be the ladies with their big beavers. There was a lot of feedback <laughs> in in them dressing rooms. As he was going down on them ladies, you'd get a bit of like, <laughs> Snub. Patch hat? Yeah, it's a bit of patch hat. It's Christmas at the Roaches. Seasonal? Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get to Christmas Day at the Roaches, do you reckon he has a work do? <sighs> he dreads his work do. Right. Well, the only people at the yard a well, lot of the time. It's only him and Martin. Yeah. But I do think maybe there's a couple of lads that drive the, the, the lorries that drop off the shit. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And Pat, just... Pat Springs, because he, yeah, he's on Alfida's own pet. He's doing yeah. the wrestling and he's got the yard. Yeah. So everyone knows, Pat, he's doing all right. He don't make a big thing about it. He don't shout about it. He ain't got a flash car, Mark IV, Cortina. <laughs> yes. 78. Yeah. Yeah. Does he take Martin for a pint? He takes Martin for a pint. Yeah. But um, I've got to be honest, Martin's a bit of a liability. Yeah. Pat and the lads, they're yeah. all six, seven pints deep. Yeah. Martin's sipping gingerly at his second pint and yeah. he just throws the whole lot down the front of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right though. Yeah, it's all right because Pat's got an older in the car for spare leotard. Him. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just Pat and Martin and a few of the boys, but they're they're, they're in leotards. Yeah. Well, Pat is, and now Martin is. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit too baggy on him. Yeah. Uh, how are you picturing Christmas at the Roaches? So there's various there's various stages of Christmas, isn't there? Um, you got the morning, yeah. Um, alarm goes off at seven, yeah. On the tea's made, <laughs> Maureen makes a cuppa, yeah. Um, pass it across. They sit and have a cup of tea in bed, yeah. People didn't have a telly in the bedroom in them days, nah. so Pat just tells about all the people he's belted across the year. <laughs> That fills up a couple of hours. <laughs> then it's time to go down the pub. Does he buy Maureen anything for Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pearl necklace. <laughs> not the spunk kind. No. No. <laughs> no, not at all. No, he works hard. He plays hard. Yeah. And, and you know, Maureen's there looking after the house. She reaps the rewards. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good girl, Maureen. Yeah. Uh, so, down the boozer. Right. Uh, with a few of the lads from our feeder's own pet. Maureen's not a lad, right? Oh, no, she's doing the dinner. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he's down the pub. A few of the lads from our feeder's own pet. Big Daddy and his brother. Yeah. Ace Dax. Yeah. Mick McManus. Cat Weasel. <laughs> Rollerball Rocco and Kendo Nagasaki. <laughs> what, they're just all having a pint? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Christmas. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Martin. Yeah. 
Because he's, he's a fucking liability, isn't he? Pat gets him a shandy this time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, he thinks so, three of them, and he's puked all down his Christmas shirt again. Um, ten pints in. Yeah. <laughs> and they go top shelf. Yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. What time's this? Uh, just before lunchtime. <laughs> Uh, Pat drives home, Paul Tina. <laughs> he's a better driver when he's drunk. Definitely. Yeah, he drives better when he's had a few drinks. Yeah. No seatbelt. It's only been in a year. It ain't law yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Takes out his neighbour's front wall parking. <laughs> his neighbour neighbor knows better. His neighbour hears it, comes out, sees his pat and goes back in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, Pat, a family round? No, it's just him and Maureen this year having a quiet one. Right. Oh, okay. Well, last year, uh, Maureen's sister bought a boyfriend round. Yeah. He bought Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> Pat's only got round to getting the front window fixed in October. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christmas dinner? Uh, yeah, just a regular traditional Christmas dinner. Yeah. Turkey, roast spuds, Yorkshire, parsnips, Brussels. Yeah. Pigs in blankets. Yeah. Pigs out of blankets. Blankets. <laughs> black pudding. Chips. <laughs> two fried eggs and a fried slice. <laughs> and gravy. And bread sauce. Uh, Queen speech. Yeah. Would you pull a cracker with Pat? Well, I mean, you could try. Yeah. It'd always win. Yeah. No one's ever going to win in a cracker poirot nah. and fucking roach. No. Okay. Um, Queen's speech. Yeah. Uh, Pat stands and salutes all the way through it. It's the up- ultimate mark of respect. Yeah. Maureen points out that Pat's pig in a blanket's popped out. <laughs> <laughs> He's told her half a dozen times to fix the elastic on that leg hole. <laughs> Uh, tea time? Yep. Maureen's done a nice gammon joint. Oh, lovely. Yeah, what Pat, Pat has that bit of mash and pickle and a couple of fried eggs. <laughs> he ain't that hungry. It's a big Christmas dinner, isn't it? Of course, it? mate. Of course, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, dear. Evening? Yeah. They settle down to watch the two Ronnies. Yeah. Doreen has a snowball. Yeah. Little guy at the Quality Street. Lovely. Pat has a Watney's Party 7. <laughs> yeah. himself... He's peckish again now, so Dory makes him a sandwich with the rest of the gammon. Yeah. Two fried eggs, <laughs> chips, bubble and squeak, <laughs> sausage, bacon, black pudding, and HP sauce. Oh, what a lovely day, Ranarochis. Old school. Yeah. Happy Christmas, everyone. Yeah, and sort the neighbours wall out on Boxing Day. <laughs> See you in 2024. Happy Christmas. Remembering when we were young in the 80s. I gave you all the info at the start, so I'm not going to fucking keep on it, yeah? Apart from one more time to say, please go to properchristmas.info. 
Thanks very much and happy Christmas. That's a proper Christmas. Dot info.